0: everyone, welcome to the Next Gen web series where I talk to uh, young Zimbabweans in professional and academic spaces. So particularly for this season, I am interested in software developers. I think they are doing such great work for the country and it's a new field that um, a lot of us need to get better acquainted with. So joining me today um, is one of the developers, you know, topping Zimbabwean Twitter right now. That's where I found him
1: and uh yeah george welcome to the platform thank you so much for being here how are you doing um i'm doing amazing Yasha. um thank you for having me Uh, how are you doing
0: I'm doing great. Uh I'll have the people know that it's been a struggle to finally be sitting together here recording. So I just wanna thank Jesus for coming in <laughs> and maybe tell one yeah. as well. Shout out. This is it's not a sponsor. Of really. things.
1: It's the benefits of things, my boy. <laughs>
0: right uh so for the people who don't know you can you tell them you know who you are what you're about and yeah just what your priorities are now
1: all right um so my name is george kama um i'm a in winning um i am um. Uh, mental um to be honest i don't even know how to describe myself <laughs> <laughs> but um it's because i carry a lot of weight on my own um but I'm a software engineer, um, full stack developer, meaning I work both with front end and back end. Uh, what I do, uh, I work best with uh, the script um, for both my front end and my back end. And I've been coding for a while now. Um, and I've built a couple of tools of my own that are there that are being used in the industry. For example, Hear Me, uh, which is a tool that helps people with speech impairments. Um, that's the one that I launched recently, sometime last year in November. And yeah, that's uh, in the nutshell.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Right. So you actually touched some of the things I will talk about later uh, your app, Hear Me, which I know is very important and inclusive to people hard of hearing. But first, we want to know. How did you even get into this field I mean every time and what was your perception getting in versus what you actually found out software development is about
1: um to be honest you like really 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 got in the industry uh it was like an idea that you know I what I want to join this industry I want to be part of uh, you know like become a developer a coder and you know, like I didn't plan my journey well. Just <laughs> um, jumped in. And it, for me, it was a struggle, I don't know, life. Uh, it was a challenge, big challenge, because I faced a lot of challenges, uh, like just to be where I am right now. Um, it took me a lot of time. One, because I had nobody to me. I had nobody to reach out to for help. So it was me on my own, just learning about the industry, manoeuvring through everything that the industry was throwing at me. Yeah, so it was a challenge.
0: (laughs) So when would you say you you dove like headfirst into it? Was that after high school, in college, or after you graduated? When did you join the field?
1: Um, I would say it was uh, when I was still in high school, uh, form three, form four, somewhere on the. But in those days, we just just messing around. I mean, you know, like with games, uh, we used to break a lot of games. Um, like, uh, which one? Those was Paradise City? Like, you know, like with games, right, they come with a premium version. And um, us being Zimbabweans, you don't know, like paying in your own life. <laughs> so we were, like, with a couple of friends of mine, uh, let's help speaking you know, um, get a free version of this game, uh, get a, you know, unlocked version you know, of this game and stuff like that. So it started with us just building too much small scripts um, that would help us unlock uh, a certain part of a game, uh, so the game for free. But then those days, we actually didn't consider it as coding. We were just like, uh, we were playing around until we actually started doing it in school, um, learning about uh, computer science and everything. And then that's when it struck us like, oh, we've been doing this for a couple of times now. But then, you know, when you're doing it, you don't really consider it as... It's just before fun. Like, you're not learning anything. You're just doing it for a time, and then you leave there. So, um, I would say I really started when I was in, uh, in high school, and then we shifted to AFO, uh, started learning about um, computer science, more details about coding, and everything. And from there, uh, we went to varsity, where I dropped out <laughs> this day, uh, so that I could really focus on um, coding.
0: Bye. So you talk of dropping out of university, what was the reason behind that? Since I'm sure you could have gotten instruction on computer science there. So what would have been the difference between your university computer science education versus you just going into the world and saying, okay, this is what I'm doing now?
1: Yeah, so um, <laughs> the thing is, the reason why I really dropped out was, uh, for me, I've always been somebody who's curious, like, I've always been, you know, I've always try to research way ahead of time, whatever uh, that I'm doing, in school, um, i would always say on, like, the upcoming topics, so that I have an outline of how I'm going to be studying, like, I'm going to move from here to here to here, and that, this is dating with this, like, this and that. So, when I was in a um, that's when I discovered that, uh, like, the program that peers were doing, like, those guys in uh, third year, second year, fourth year, like um I, I looked at their modules, right? And also looked at things the industry was offering. And <laughs> if I compared the two, I realized that um, okay, the things that's happening in the industry, it's not the same things that these guys have been taught. So I was like, wow, okay. So if I proceed with this path, I mean I'm gonna waste like four years of my life um, you know, on things that I'll never use in the industry. Me, I knew what I wanted to become in the industry. So I was like, you know what? It's better for me to just go ahead straight um, in the industry. I know I might struggle like for like, a couple of years or something like that, but then I'll have experience of working in the industry. And that's when I dropped out um, and I pursued this other. I actually dropped out to focus on um, computer science, to focus on coding when I dropped out. So uh, it was for a good reason. <laughs> and when I dropped out, I just uh, we kind of argued with my mom and my parents on the reason why I'm dropping out. But then, um, when I dropped out, I started working at, uh, I think I dropped out um <clears throat> days I was working at Econet. Um, that was a brand ambassador at the site. And when I dropped out, a friend of mine um, gave me this uh, this flyer that I was written in Muzinda Hub. Uh, so Muzinda Hub was a program that was offered by Econet. Um, We'd like we teaching us how to code and everything like that. So after I dropped out, I enrolled in the hub. started learning how to code. Um, and from there, uh, well, we've just been, you know, uh, learning on, on my own and just pursuing everything and working in the industry. Yo, I feel like this answer was just too long, know.
0: Yo. <laughs> oh, you're fine. What was the process? Okay, so once you're in the industry or you get your training and stuff, what's the process of trying to get a job or getting work? How does that look like? And is it different for someone holding a degree in computer science versus someone, you know, who's gone for a boot camp and stuff like that?
1: Um, I would say that the process is quite, uh it's almost the same um but then the difference now is um with someone who's gone like for example to a boot camp um when you're there you're actually taught like things that happen in the industry like uh code quality a how to probably organize your stuff how to communicate and everything like that but then when, with diversity now you're taught concepts right like they don't have time to take you through um the whole architecture of uh, working with JavaScript, working with uh, whatever, it's just you get the introduction of JavaScript, how it works, um, the major pointers of how JavaScript works, and then you leave it there, right? You don't really like to get to, um, what you call this, build some big projects because of, it's because of time, right? Because right. you'll be doing like, I don't know, four modules per semester. Right. And after this, so the thing is with the faculty you learn, right? Uh, this semester you learn C, the next semester you learn Java, the next semester you learn certain different things. So with bootcamps now, they specialize. right? Um, it's either you choose like, I want to become like a data scientist, or whatever. You want to become a game developer. They will channel you towards becoming that game developer. They will tell you um, what works in the industry, the tools that they use in the industry, how you code uh the languages that they use for that game development item, whatever. Um, and they just groom you towards that. So that means it's more like taking a shortcut um because they're removing all the necessary information that you do university, and they're just putting it one place for you to go with. So when it comes to looking for a job now, um, when you go looking for a job, the person above in the city, they will know that okay, fine. I know um, I know C Sharp. Um but uh, I've used it quite often, you know, in Reddit, right? But then this guy from uh, the bootcamp now can really, you know, um, present well, uh, what C Sharp does, how it works like, even the projects that they've done for bootcamp or on personal time, like, they can present. But this guy from Oversity will just present a certificate that I say, you know what? I graduated, that's enough, right? <laughs> but then you said a guy with the project, look, I made this and this and that yeah so i think that's the difference now uh when they're looking for jokes.
0: yeah i think it ties in well with um a twitter space i'm actually having on saturday sunday which you should come to um it's about just the question of is zimbabwe's education system promoting innovation or actually making us able to produce things because I think often you will see is the people from the Mm -hmm. polytechnics or whatever who did hands-on stuff who actually know how to do hands-on stuff. And then people from universities, I've heard, I've heard stories of, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, okay. I don't want to keep mentioning this story because I had another podcast interview and I mentioned it, but Mm -hmm. it really surprised me that there are engineering students who will buy projects because I guess, Of course, it's not a good thing, but it's also stemming from the fact that they don't know how to use those tools. Like, if the education system is focusing on theory and now they're like, oh, final project, guess what? We want to see a project. And they're like, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. So we we need to fix that.
1: But I think, you know, is that the reason why uh, people are uh, like, you know, giving up? on their program, like, with a little bit of um, a yeah. like, they graduate from university, and they switch their programs. Like, after graduating, they will not do anything that relates to their program.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I think if we'll still have more details for open spaces to discuss uh, yeah. why this is happening.
0: Yeah, OK, this is totally diverting from what we're supposed to talking about. But what do people often end up <laughs> doing which is not related to their programs? Do you know?
1: yeah okay it's border jumpers you know <laughs> runners <laughs> uh you see the thing is um with uh, i mean with zimbabwe at the moment uh <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. and, um, the thing is with zimbabwe right uh, you right. graduate from mm-hmm. from university doing a business project or something or a, yeah. okay let me let me talk about software engineering
0: right you
1: graduate from university, right and you come in the industry, and you now realize that the things that you're taught for varsity is mm-hmm. far related to what's happening in the industry. Right. So you'll be demotivated, right? Be like, I'm demotivated. Uh, what should I do? Should I try to learn again what's mm-hmm. happening in the industry, or I just start doing something else? And a few people will be like, okay, fine, let me just dedicate my time to learning what's happening in the industry yeah. um, and then they work from there. Um, but the challenge now sometimes it comes to, like, uh, like for those who give up now say, oh, you know what, I don't have time for this to learn again. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they, otherwise they switch to do something else that's different. And I know some people might say, you know, with internship, you totally learn what's happening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, internship is just for a couple of months and you will be overwhelmed with what's happening in the industry. Because with right. internship, you come to, uh, we give you light like tasks. Right? right? Okay, fine. Try to do this. Do this, do this. Like, we give you what's relating to what you taught to about,
0: yeah. but we will not
1: give you, like, what's actually hard, like, yo, we want you to build a server like this. Hey, we want you to uh, build some, I don't know, REST API like this whatever. whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's a challenge.
0: It is. It is. I think it's a challenge that can be fixed, though, because I actually studied electrical engineering, but I'm now a software engineer. And so I wasn't the best coming in. I didn't have all the experience because I spent time on projects to do with, I don't know, digital integrated circuits rather than people who had built mobile apps and stuff. But what really helped was when it came time to learn, I was enthusiastic. And that's something you said where there are people who actually say, man i don't want to learn anymore like <laughs> i've learned enough it's too much and i think there's definitely Zimbabweans with that attitude where it's like ah, i want it to be easy like why i was gonna talk about something else which is completely diverting but even coming some people who want to go <laughs> to the diaspora for scholarships like if you don't literally hold their hand yeah. and apply for them and stuff they feel like it's too hard. So I think we just need to work a little harder sometimes. Like, let's, um, let's just be more curious yeah. and believe that we can actually learn these things. Yeah, so the next thing I'm going to ask you is, which might be helpful just for people is, if they have a community together to actually <coughs> learn together and share resources. And I know that's one of the things you're building um, online. Yeah. What's the importance of that to you? Um, why did you start it? And what's your goal with it?
1: All right, so the reason why I'm trying I mean, is to be a community of Zim developers, um, it's for me, when I was starting, um, like there were no communities I was part of. Um, It was a challenge asking for help uh, with anything that I was facing. I mean, they might have been there, but then I didn't know about them. Uh, it's either they were not that active or yeah. So for me, it was a challenge. Like I would struggle a lot, I would give up a lot. Um, I need to source out help like from abroad, like in forums. And you know the problem with the forums is um you ask a question like you're a beginner, these guys will not consider you a beginner, they will start bobbing you and say, uh, how come you don't know about this? This too basic, what 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 is eh, something like that? So it would demotiv- demotivate you. But then with me being passionate about coding, I was like, No, even if they do this to me, I'm actually gonna keep going. Ah, sorry. Um So for me, it was a challenge uh, learning how to code with no community around me, uh, with no one to assist me or share resources with me. I was really dependent on um, online, and of which online, not many resources that you could use. Um, There was main resources I used were like uh, there was tutorial point and that web uh, three schools item. That's uh, one I really that really helped me a lot and YouTube. But then when I was starting, there were not as many. YouTube channels, or so, um, a lot of uh, you know, tutorials online that we actually teach people. So it was really a huge challenge for me uh, coming out.
0: Yeah, I think so, we even talked about how oh, YouTube is like more like a supplement, like you want a quick bug fix and then you go look at it. But to really, truly learn, I think, like you said, going to uh, training program like in the hub is more helpful and i would say the same as well
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. and now uh, with the communities that we are building you know that if you have a community of someone who's closer to you uh, if you ask for help in that right. community you're likely going to get hopeful. and you can actually meet up with a person because you know what same country maybe same city sometimes you can actually meet up and you discuss you get help uh the guy will assist you and everything like that. Right now a, a friend of mine really helps me a lot. I
0: mean mm-hmm.
1: I have a meetup with this guy. <laughs> His name is Tanaka. Um, mm-hmm. but then every time there's a challenge, I'm always quick to go, yo, Tanaka, are you free? And then he'll be like, okay, let's open a call. Yes, mm-hmm. me. Um but I haven't even met him. <laughs> and uh, it's all like from communities. That's why I'm right now I'm currently organizing a meetup. Uh the first meetup uh, ever since like COVID. Uh, for developers here in Zimbabwe, uh, we're supposed to do it this time on Saturday, um, mm-hmm. but they may schedule it for the 3rd of September so that because everyone is interested. Like when I posted on Twitter, I thought I would get like, you know, 10 people, 20 people interested. Like, small meetup, But then a lot of people really want to meet up. Um, so the wow. numbers are really growing. I, mean, I feel
0: left something. out
1: too. <laughs> Don't <laughs> worry, we might even stream it for you. <laughs> But uh, that's the that's benefits right. of uh, community. You get help first, you get assistance, you get resources, even jobs actually. Uh, you connect each other with uh, opportunities.
0: Right. And if we're looking at Zimbabwe right now, like we have. Um, all these businesses in the informal sector, like people are not really using social media all the time. There are no websites. We don't have a digital presence basically. And I think software engineers are going to have such a big role to play in all of that. Uh, Do you, so yeah, now before we go into the wrap up questions, I'll talk more. Let's talk more about the projects that you're working on um, in your Hear Me project.
1: Oh, okay, okay. All right, um, so with the Hemi project, um, I built it in uh, October, it was on the October, October 4th, um, and then I launched it on November fifth. so it roughly took me about a month to build, and the reason why I built it is was, well, like I bumped into this lady when I was going to pick up some groceries, right, and I didn't know that she, you know, speak, uh, she was mute, so mm-hmm. when I stopped my car to pick her up, um, she came through and I was asking her where she was going, uh, like we, we couldn't communicate just giving me some sign language gestures, but then I don't know sign language, <laughs> so um, I felt you know to leave it there. So I was just like okay fine, Pindai, and then she got in, uh, went, uh, and then when we were closer to where she wanted to drop off, uh, he told me that she, by the bus stop, you know, using gestures again, and then yeah. I dropped her off. And the whole drive was so awkward like it was so like i didn't know how to talk to her like right. this is my first time someone being mute uh so when i got home uh i started searching on how best would actually help these people or if there are tools that can actually help these people and the ones that i found they most of them you have to pay to use them um and uh,
0: uh wait what I did you to want to help them, to- them do
1: I wanted to help them, like, so that we can communicate, remove that bridge
0: between oh, sign right, language and right.
1: yeah, because you know, with sign language, a lot of people don't know sign language. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure about the stats, but um, I know that a lot of people <laughs> they know they don't know sign language, right. and so I to that bridge so that they could use in an uh, app, right, to communicate with someone who doesn't know sign language. Like, I would give them a voice to communicate, yeah. and uh, they would relate. Like, for example, uh, with the app, with the AME and item, um, mm-hmm. even, like, you know, with rap victims, teams, because I know, like, with these girls, uh, they're, like, you know, um, are deaf, right? Um, the only way they communicate to someone that can listen to them, with someone almost sign language. So right. most of them in their community might get um, abused, um, with, and then they will have no one to talk to. But then with this application now, um, it gives them a voice. They can actually mm-hmm. use it. To communicate with anybody and tell them that, yo, um, this is what happened to me. Um, my nigger kidney attacked me like this, and then they get assistance. So, having mm-hmm. launched the app um, in November, uh, it really got me some attention. <laughs> um, I had an interview with ZBC. Um, I, uh, I won an award in December, uh, taking away the award. And then, when I this year, this year around May, for me of february uh i got an award presented to me by ambassador yubit angel and uh there was a quite of um, quite a lot of um be, uh, for me I couldn't, I couldn't attend the event unfortunately um yeah i wasn't in town
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um you were yeah, like taking your uh, twitter
0: profile picture with your friend
1: yeah, I wish I was there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, any projects that you're working on right now, and I guess are you open to people collaborating with you? And if people want to reach out to you, how can you? What can they reach out to you for?
1: Yeah, um, at the moment, I'm currently building um my SaaS um software as a service. Um, it's a project I've been building for I think. Three months now. Um, I mean, it's still in its early stages. Um, uh, I'm building it with a friend of mine from Rwanda. And um Bernard is from Netherlands. You know, I keep forgetting his country and um Netherlands. So so far just the three of us building this project. Um, we are all developers and I'm hoping to put through uh, a product manager soon so that he can help us, you know, um really schedule how the project will come looking like. So yeah, it's it's just a small project. I'm not going to tell you with the details, (laughs) but um, start sharing the details. Uh, Once we know, um, we we are like somewhere on fifty percent completion, um, but not open source. It's um yeah, it's it's a personal project that I came up with uh, sometime last year, but I just I just been procrastinating on building it. So yeah, more details will come through. Um uh, maybe sometime in uh, end of august but so far that's what i'm building and for people to reach out to me um i'm always active on twitter so if you have my whatsapp number then it doesn't work i mean you will see me online for jokes and memes but it doesn't work um so if you want to reach out to me it's on email uh at gmo.com or at gtchikama on twitter Instagram, I use it for stalking. <laughs> I don't use it for um, interacting or anything like that. I just it's just a formality that I'm on Instagram. <laughs> um, but if you want to reach out to me, you're uh, just gonna
0: say stalking from- with no explanation.
1: Yeah, I mean, brah, uh, I use it like you know, just to follow some random pages, um, just to for some balance in the comment section. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, For me, my Instagram, I really like. I use it for um, like inspiration to do with uh, whatever I'll be doing in life. Like, um, for example, I follow some quite a lot of uh, developer channels on Instagram, and um, I draw some inspiration from those guys. Like, uh, they post their projects, how they are building their projects and stuff like that. And um, usually, it's uh, UI/UX designers who be posting their works, and I follow them for inspiration on the projects I need to build and also uh, photographers because I'm also an aspiring photographer, by the way. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, wonderful. So yeah. that's how, that goes in well to the rapid fire questions I had for you. So some of them will be, you know, one sentence, some will even be one word. Um, what do you do on sure, days? So. It sounds like there's, you know, your life is very developer heavy, uh, the pages you follow, developers and everything. So what do you do on days you're not coding, on days you decide, I'm not trying to be a developer today. What do you do?
1: Um, For me, I have uh, quite a lot of hobbies. Um, one, I started taking uh, you know, photography, it's uh something that helps me very a lot just to shift my focus from, from coding. Um, because I don't have to think about um, you know, any bugs or anything. It's just me being creative with the way I take pictures. Um and another thing it's uh writing poems, um, and also uh I mean I used to be a rapper <laughs> by the way, so uh I'm not Look gonna, the part like <laughs> no, um, no, I still enjoy writing songs, but then I'm not gonna release anything soon or anytime soon. It's just something that I now do for my own. Um, just write them, record them, keep them to myself, and enjoy it to myself. Um, yeah. because it's just something that helps me.
0: Can you share like uh, just... two lines, two of your favorite bars that you've written?
1: <laughs> look at this girl now. Ah, uh, no. No, 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 no. Um, maybe <laughs> I might share a link to some of them, it that I have active day. Um, but yeah, not, now. Okay,
0: what's your no. go-to programming language?
1: Uh, for me, I use JavaScript for both my front end and back end. Um, my front end, I uh, used uh, frameworks like React and Gatsby.js, uh, which is a framework of React. So um, and also Next.js. Uh, I've been using it uh, for some time now. A friend of mine recommended Dante um last year. So I've been working with Next.js for some time now. Um, and backend I used um, Node.js and Nest.js for my back. So if you have projects that you wanna collaborate on, um, yeah if it has to do with JavaScript then uh, give definitely I'm in.
0: Yeah. That was the one-word question, but fine. I like it needed one one-word one-word answer. Anyways, it's fine. Um, what's your what's your favorite pizza topping?
1: Um. Okay. 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 I me. I like experimenting. So. Uh, I've at least, I've been trying pizza from, I think the start of this year, uh, I've tried I mean flavors I think, I'm, I'm not sure, but I've at least, um, I would say the, um, <laughs> This is so surprising I say, Oh, I don't even know, I mean I, 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 I love pizza but I don't even know my favorite topping that I would say
0: Okay, today, if you were to go today and there's like a discount for, and you get the yeah. same topping, which one would you get?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I would say just, um, I'll just go with the flavor that I want. Um, I'll just grab any Hawaiian pizza or, um, huh. yeah, this is a challenging question. <laughs> really Out of yeah. all
0: the questions that were very tech heavy, the pizza yeah. one is like,
1: yeah, rough. because I know, I know, like, with, with my friends, right? We're almost, we always argue, like, almost every time that we order pizza. Um, mm-hmm. I know, but I it's always, what are we getting? Everyone will be like, pizza, okay, fine. What kind of pizza? What are we mm-hmm. getting <laughs> yeah. so you know we spend hours and sometimes we don't even order it and we'll be like, fine, you guys, you cannot decide because everyone was be saying this, this, or I just get grab any, but don't grab um, anything with uh, you know, this and this and that. But um, I uh, may, may prefer anything,
0: okay? Awesome, yeah, well, thank you so much. We, I feel like we've gotten to know you so much better by how much you know pizza is. Such a tough decision for you, and you don't wanna choose uh, among your yeah. pizza babies, but um, yeah, any as we close, what are your final words for the Zimbabwean youth, like if you had to send a message to them right now, what would you tell them?
1: Yeah. See my drugs, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Okay, a message that I would send to them. I mean, um, I would tell them to invest in IT. Um, anything that has to do with programming, uh, coding, definitely something that you want to uh, go after. Um, and all those other careers, I mean, yeah, they're necessary. But um, if you really want a bright future, then I know with IT programming, um, it's a bright uh, industry and it's a promising industry. It keeps on growing every time. And I know um, you might see some tools that are that get launched out there that you might say, ah, these developers will be retarded soon or uh, they'll be replaced by this software or this, this, this. But no. Mabasa um, programming, I don't know Rwanda, almost every single, almost every year something opens up. Like recently, you know, the Web 3 movement, that's a bunch of jobs that were opened up that you can actually go towards for. So. Please do invest in um everything that has to do with IT. Start learning, and please don't give up. Because I know it's a tough um, it's a tough journey, tough industry. You might give up a lot when you face challenges, but it's part of the journey, man. It's part of the journey. Um, if you give up now, I mean you have wasted the time that you started. So better just to proceed. And there is one quote <coughs> that I have on my laptop, um, on my wallpaper, and also written on my bedroom wall. It's uh, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. So If you want to be ahead when it comes to tech and everything, just get started now, right? Um, with anything that you want, if you want to be ahead, uh, just get started because if you keep procrastinating, um, you will later realize like, whoa, I wasted a year, a month, two years, and it won't be late, but then it's time wasted. So just get started. Yeah.
0: Amen. Okay, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for coming. I know it was automatic. Yeah, thank you so much for coming.